Hey everyone, you're listening to the Creative Journey Podcast. We're here to boost you up and inspire you to soar as you move along your creative path. I'm your host, Arlie. You can stay up to date with everything Creative Journey by following me on my Facebook or Instagram accounts at Arlie Cox. Let's get going. Hello, everybody. I'm so glad we can be together right here, right now. I'm not sure about you, but I've been feeling a little shifty lately, but also, funny enough, incredibly grounded. Because there seems to be this space opening up in my mind, and it feels like one of opportunity and understanding how everything can be so the same, yet so incredibly different. And within that, for me, is this electric excitement. So why I use the word anchor is that they're the things that kind of remind me, they're the things that hold us down into the presence of this reality right now. So um, they can be neutral, they don't have to be negative, and you can think about them in that way. So you can think about them as completely neutral, that they like, they're there, their presence is there but it's neither good nor bad, okay? Or you can think about them maybe a little bit negatively, Um, something holding you back, something anchoring you into the ground, okay? When you wanna make change. I've been in discussion with a bunch of my friends this week and um, weeks previous, and they are feeling much the same. And we're feeling very varying levels of this. Some of my creative friends are experiencing um, fundamental shifts as the world changes, and we somehow have been granted this space to sit in and think about things and our landscapes creatively are now they have the like capacity to retrieve new information so if that makes sense to you it's like I'm talking to everybody and and all of our landscapes are changing so I'm like no longer teaching music lessons I'm no longer in the studio I have this space created, Um, of course more uh, togetherness has been created from that, but I'm finding these like windows of time. I'm sure if you're a parent, it's like much, much different because there's the windows of time are much smaller um, in, in smaller increments because you're carrying 
for others. So I just want to honor all the parents and all the caretakers out there because it's it's going to be different for you too. But we have the capacity to retrieve new information and siphon through the old stuff and let some of the new stuff in. So today I'm in total celebration of this, even when it feels like the world is falling apart at times. And it got me to thinking about two things, anchors and opportunity. So anchors, in my mind, are things or ways of being that we hold on to out of sentiment or feeling like if we let them go, it might eventually feel like a failure or a betrayal. So I'm being really vague in this whole first section here because there are so many examples of anchors in our lives. Okay, so it could be that we're anchored in a relationship or a friendship. We could be holding on to a project that's causing financial strain or perhaps a collaboration project where you're working with someone and it's starting to lose its forward momentum or its shiny ability to excite you. Um, in a good and a healthy way and again too they're just like across the board there are so many examples of this and I'm wondering if you sit still for a couple of moments if you can sense into one or two of your anchors Now, I'm not an expert on any of this, you guys. I have like zero expertise. I am not a professional, uh, what can I say, advice giver. And I know sometimes like I feel like on these podcasts, I'm like dropping on you some unsolicited advice. But it's just, I just want to kind of like feel into these things with you. So it's more like we get to play in this realm together. I am not an expert on any of this, but anchors and opportunity are something I've witnessed and it's been at the root of a lot of my stuff too. And I notice that when I'm anchored into something and I'm grabbing onto it really tightly, like I don't wanna let go, what's actually creating that feeling of not letting go is fear and fear is so insidious at times it just like comes in and it just grabs us we don't even know why we can't move or why we're bound to one spot and it's fear and it's fear of the unknown first and foremost and fear 
that if we let something go, we will never get it back. So fear, I'm going to say that again because that feels important. Fear that if we let something go, we're never going to get it back. This and those ideas previous are all likely to happen whenever we make a change. There is always a fear of losing something. So I'm wondering if we can switch our thinking that letting go means that like it does that it doesn't mean never again. So we can switch our thinking that letting go means never again or if we could switch it to letting go of something could actually mean that there is space for more opportunity to fall in opportunity for space to wander and move about freely opportunity to let go of a relationship or uh, a relationship so others can fall in opportunity to create a better model or way of doing or being in the world, opportunity to allow for bigger thoughts and ideas. And it's like, it's, it's a pretty scary thing to experiment with because yeah, sometimes when you make a decision, it's the final decision you kind of got to go with it and you have to have faith and you have to believe that that's like possibly the best choice for you um but it gets better with practice of opportunity I I get super jazzed up because in the past few years I've been on this learning path learning how to let things go so timelines and deadlines and projects and you know it moves and it, it it moves on and one thing I can tell you is that it's not easy because at the beginning of this learning curve of letting things things go it looks like failure and it feels like failure and as a high functioning creative sensitive person no one ever wants to feel like that but as you move through the letting go it gets easier and easier because you start developing a deeper understanding of what is worth letting go and what is worth keeping. So you start to develop, I'm going to say that again, you start to develop your understanding of what is worth letting go and what is worth keeping. And we have all come to a point where as creatives, we get to decide all what all of the next moves look like.
And here's the thing too, if you have started a project and you're telling everybody about this project and it's so exciting and you're like so jazzed up about it and then the project needs to shift or pivot in a way and it feels like, oh my God, I just told all these people about it and that feels really wrong that I I was getting all jazzed up and they were getting jazzed up and man, now I have to like, I feel like I need to do this other thing on the other side. It, It's okay when we're under the gun and we're feeling like those decisions are being made by us and we're feeling like a lot of people were relying on us the truth is is that actually like probably not a huge amount of people were relying on us because the world doesn't necessarily revolve around our heads so just like me say with my album deciding not to release it Um, That was actually a bigger decision than I thought. At the time, I thought it was just like the easiest decision in my head, but I think it was a bigger decision for me than I previously thought. And it was tricky because I was just like shouting from the rooftops that I'm going to do this thing. And now I'm like, and I'm not going to do the thing anymore (laughs) because this is just a weird time. So, yeah. We all have, we have all come to a point where as creatives, we get to decide what all of the next moves look like. We have control. I want to tell you this because like, I feel like a lot of times we don't feel like we have control. And I've done a podcast previous on this uh, about control. Like we have the steering wheel and the reins and the rudder. Like we're taking care of everything. And nobody else can dictate to you what your next move is. You have all the the ability in the world and all the power in the world to just dictate that next move. And that next move might look huge and big and amazing. And that next move might also be like, I'm just going to sit in this chair for a while and see what that's like. So next moves. So we have been given a space and an opportunity with this um, pandemic, right? So um, a lot of us, it's more uh, survival. And I don't want to discount any of that. I'm talking strictly from a creative point. I don't want to discount that people are struggling and financial issues are real and it's palpable out there, obviously. I don't want to discount that. I just want to I just want to talk about creativity in this moment and that we've been been giving given, sorry, I just got excited there. We've been given um space and an opportunity to decide what we want our future to look like. So now all these jobs have changed. So now I'm uh, no longer teaching face to face. I'm not even teaching online yet because I feel like that's like a really interesting bridge to cross for me. Um, there's lots of people I know that are like, well, I can put my stuff online. I can like go into that modality. And it's just kind of like making a huge wave in the creative field. So we've begin been given this weird, weird, tragic time to decide what we want our future to look like. So we have time to sit. Some of us have time to sit and think, um, 
like a little bit more unless we're following into numbing. (laughs) I talked to a friend about this today is that like um, a lot of us have these uh, abilities to fall into these numbing tendencies. I know for me it's like scrolling on my phone. It's really bad sometimes you guys. I'm gonna be completely honest with you about that. Um, And numbing although we want to like maybe stay away from that a little bit more it's also sometimes where some of the work gets done you can only numb for so long before your body's like okay like let's make a move here so sometimes the 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 work happens in those spaces too So all I'm saying is anchoring, what's holding you back, opportunity, what opportunities are arising, and my next thing is what is the truth and what does the truth look like to you right now? We all know what it feels like when it beats in our hearts, when the truth just beats in our hearts, and we all know what it looks like when we say yes, but we mean no. We all know what that feels like. So I'm coming to the conclusion in my own life that lying to myself isn't an option anymore. I am a fantastic liar and I lie to myself on the regular. And also lying to myself and lying to somebody else just to keep the waters all safe and calm is also not an option. So my bullshit meter is on a high action for myself primarily and then others secondarily. Is secondarily a word? I am not sure. (laughs) So my bullshit meter, I'm calling myself on my own bullshit and I am um bringing up gently and kindly maybe something that i see that others are doing where they're like bullshitting themselves a little bit anyway i'm so i'm taking this opportunity to live deep into my truth even when it feels super hard okay so anchor opportunity and now we're on to truth and all i want to do when I'm living in my truth is not living my truth because <laughs> lying is sometimes way easier. So when I feel my truth is hard and all I want to do is cry, but when all is said and done, truth telling only lasts for a short while and the outcome is always exponentially better. So can we be truthful with ourselves of what is holding us back? What is our anchors? What is tethering us under the water so we drown? What is the opportunity that we could see on the other side? Or what's the opportunity going to be like if we give ourselves space? And why is truth-telling, why is truth-telling so goddamn hard when actually we should 
we should be striving to live in our truth. So my question to you is, what are opportunity are you going to take with the time that you have right now? What opportunity are you going to take with the time that you have right now? And the time is tragic, but it's also been given to you. If you're wondering, if you're wondering what to do and you feel like you're numbing and you're floundering, and you're just kind of like looking for something to stake your claim on. I got a great tip from my friend Allison today and she got it from her mom. And I think I've even said this before in a previous podcast as well, is to allow yourself the space to get still for a little bit. Just get still, get still in your body. Don't, Don't reach for that numbing thing. Just get still in your body for a bit and listen in what your answers are what's in your heart are there anchors or opportunities and can you find the truth somewhere in there Are there anchors or opportunities and can you find the truth somewhere in there? Oh my gosh, you guys, man, I tell ya, I'm feeling it. I have so many little projects on the go. I'm super um, excited about it, but also, yeah, I'm in fear and trying to find my truth within that. So I just want to say I'm right there with you. I'm feeling you on all this and man, I hate to say it cause I say it often, but like how can we just also find a space to be like sweet and gentle with ourselves when we're just trying to navigate this whole thing. So on that note, thank you for being with me here today. Thank you for listening in. We're all in this together. Big love, everybody. I can't wait to talk to you soon.